The Pat Kenny Show on News Talk with Matter Private Network. During current restrictions, don't ignore your health concerns. Our expert team is ready to help. Jess Kelly, our tech correspondent, is on the line. Jess, good morning. Good morning, Pat. How are you? I'm very well. If you've got questions for Jess, you can text them to us now on 53106. But Jess, you have been testing out a flagship TV and this is something special. Yeah, this is like, it's just epic. There's no other word for it. Uh, This is the Samsung QN95A Neo QLED 4K HDR Smart TV. So that's a lot of numbers and letters there. It's the flagship device from Samsung 65 inch screen. So it is a beast it is incredibly big but the design of it is so clever it's incredibly thin so while it is taking up a lot of real estate um in terms of the the dimensions of it i suppose the thickness of it is not uh, cumbersome in any way shape or form they've done a really clever thing with this tv which some people may like and some people may despise um it's called the one connect box So when you are putting this TV on your display stand or if you're hanging it on the wall, there's only one cable going into the back of the telly and that is the power. Then there's this one connect box, which is a separate box that you plug in, whether that is your HDMIs, your PlayStations, anything else that you'd want to connect into the TV all goes through that. Now, that does seem like a good idea because it reduces the cable clutter going into the back of the telly. However, the One Connect box is quite big. It's about the size of a vinyl record. So it's not quite as neat as the Sky Q box or any of those smaller consoles that plug into the telly. You do need to have a decent amount of space for it. So that is something to be mindful of. Yeah. Now, there's a thing called a frame TV, which uh, Samsung have. Mm. And we bought one of those um, before Christmas, I think it was. And it has the same One Connect thing. But the box is about. Um, maybe by 10 inches by 3 inches high by 6 inches deep it's you know like a brick I mm. suppose smaller than a concrete block certainly but you can hide it away yeah this is you, know, you don't have to look at it yeah this is definitely not easily hidden um, we had to move a few of our we have the different games consoles we have speakers we have amps we have a few different things on our TV stand so we had to sort of do a bit of a rejig to fit in this one connect box it is not the end of the world in any way shape or form I do have to say I, I appreciate the cable tidiness of it uh, it is very neat once you get it in the right position but for example if you are mounting it on the wall or if you are um, I suppose trying to keep clutter on your TV stand to a minimum it is just something to be mindful of Okay, talk to me about performance what does it do for the money that other TVs don't? This is, it's the Neo QLED and I know every time there's a new sort of terminology for the lights on your telly, everybody kind of rolls their eyes to the skies. But I did notice a difference between a standard QLED and then the Neo QLED. What this basically means is that there's many tiny little LED light bulbs that ensure that the brightness and the lightness is even right across the screen. So this TV is the dream. If you are somebody who, for example, if you're watching a lot of the Euros at the moment, uh, if you are a gamer, if you're somebody who's really interested in fast-paced movement on your screen, 
And it does matter uh, the clarity and the definition of the picture matters immensely to you. You will fully get the benefit of this. It is stunning to look at. Uh, there's one movie that I always put on when I'm testing a TV because the colours in it are so vibrant. And that's the life of Pi. The colours in that movie are incredibly vibrant and it almost felt 3D because the screen is so big and the colours are so clear and the blacks are so black and the whites are so white everything just felt fuller Uh, so this was a pure joy to watch it is absolutely an investment piece but as I said if you are someone who uh, picture quality matters if you're into your movies into your games into your sport it is absolutely stunning and a solar-powered remote control. Yeah, the, the nerd in me absolutely loved this because there's nothing worse than sitting down and trying to get your remote to work and then the batteries are gone or a battery has fallen out or if you have toddlers in your house, maybe the, the, the remote control has been covered in goop and the batteries aren't working properly and anything that has removable parts, basically, something can go wrong. The remote control with this TV, it's incredibly thin and on the back of it uh, is a solar panel so it can charge using your indoor lights. So if you have your living room light on or if you have big windows in your living room, it just charges away. It's it's a new way of doing things and I really like it because obviously it reduces on batteries then as well. Now, questions from our listeners. Angela in Dublin says, can you ask Jess about a phone upgrade? I love my P30, amazing camera, but I need to access Google Apps. Any suggestions? So you're P30 should still be able to access the Google app. So you're looking to upgrade from your P30, but you don't want to get the the P40 because that doesn't have the Google apps. Okay, I'm caught up. Um, I would look at something like the Samsung S20 FE. So that's the fan edition of the S20. And I was talking about this on Instagram last night. It is such a powerful phone for the money. So it's not going to break the bank. It has that incredible camera that you're used to from your Huawei, but you will have access to the full suite of Google apps. Um, Now, my phone contract is finished at the end of next month. I'm looking to buy a phone outright so I can join one of the cheaper service providers like Gomo. Can Jess recommend a good Android phone, preferably a Samsung, for around €300? That's from Stephen. So for around €300, you're probably looking at the A71. Now, that may be slightly more expensive than that, but the A51 or the A71 are two devices that aren't in that S range. So the way Samsung works is the S range is sort of the Notions range. It's their flagship. Then the lower tier down is the A range. So the A71 is an excellent phone. When we reviewed it here in this studio, uh, we couldn't get over the fact that it wasn't, uh, you know, one of those higher priced devices. Uh, So I would take a look at the 71 if that's too expensive for you then drop down to the a51 i want to get a 5g phone can't afford top of the range so i'm thinking of changing my samsung galaxy s10 for a samsung galaxy a52 5g what does jess advise yep that's it's a great phone the a52 so that's actually the newer version of what i was just talking about there the a51 so the a52 is excellent they've put a lot into these phones i was on a briefing with samsung a few months ago about the a52 and uh, in terms of battery camera and functionality it is excellent it comes ram-packed with ai working in the background to ensure that the device works as hard as possible for you as you mentioned there it's 5g enabled and it's not going to break the bank now uh, jess i have an s20 5g and since lockdown I haven't been anywhere there's a 5G signal. Uh, what's the, the state of the rollout? It's interesting, Pat, because I um, live uh, not a million miles away from you, but I've noticed in my area of um, sort of Dublin 18 in uh, Leopardstown area, 
5G is everywhere. So it's right around my estate. It's the whole way as I come into town and it's in parts of Dublin city centre near where we work here in Dublin too. So it is being pushed out. Different networks are doing it at different speeds. Uh, Three Ireland, I am pretty sure now have 5G connectivity in every county. It is still pockets of uh, cities and counties that have it. We do anticipate that being ramped up over the next little while. The point that I would make though is do we really need it? Like we're at the stage now where having it is a nice thing, but it's not necessarily a necessity uh, for us to to get more done. 4G plus is still doing the job for the majority of people. And I do expect by the end of this year, we will have a more extensive rollout of the 5G network. Now, very important question from Dan in Cork. If I buy a Google phone online, is it supplied from an Irish store? I don't want to pay duty and other charges. If you're buying a Google phone from the Google store directly, um, yes, you, you don't get you don't have any of that faff around or anything like that. What the the price that you're charged on the website is all you'll have to pay. There won't be any of that malarkey at all. So it'll come um for like for the Google Pixel 4A, I think it's down to 389 the last time I looked. So you're just paying the 389 and that's it. There's no um duty or anything like that. I really love the Samsung Watch 3 as opposed to the Apple Watch, but how compatible is it with iPhone 12? I appreciate not all the features would work, but would it be okay generally? Yeah, and I bought an Apple Watch SE a few weeks ago. And I'm using it with an iPhone and it's great, but then I tried to use it with an S21 and it just wouldn't play ball at all however the opposite is true of samsung accessories samsung accessories work beautifully with apple devices you just have to download the samsung wearable app and whether you have a watch or whether you have headphones or any of the accessories they will work completely fine i have a lot of photos to print thinking of using google photos any advice would be much appreciated um yeah you have a few different options so if you want to get them printed into photo books uh you there's a feature within google photos where you can actually just um print books that they're not that expensive um what i would do for printing photographs again depends on what you want if you just want standard photographs there are a million and one places that you can get it done there's snapfish there's photobox.ie there's loads of them if you want something slightly different, there's a company called Social Print Studio. Uh, they make these lovely square photographs. They're, it's kind of like having an Instagram grid on your wall, essentially. You can kind of customise how it looks and um, put them up however you want. Then there are uh, brilliant Irish uh, companies that print photographs. So there's the Pictorium in Dunleary here in Dublin. Uh, there are companies right around the country that specialise if you want to get particular photos blown up and framed. Uh, so they are the options in terms of getting pictures from your cloud uh, onto your walls. Now, Tom uh, has a different idea. He wants to print A4 photos himself. What's the best photo printer uh, in A4 format that he can buy? Because often, you know, it's a bit disappointing, even if you use the best quality paper. Yeah, this is going to be expensive to get one that is worth writing home about because as you mentioned there Pat I always have this image of doing secondary school projects at home and printing them on the printer and having the colour fade midway through or not being crisp and so on uh, Brother and HP are two excellent uh, printer makers um, they do have high end uh, ranges that specify and um, I suppose focus in on photograph printing I don't know any models 
titles off the top of my head but it is worth going into like if you go into somewhere like Harvey Norman they have their camera center and they have their experts who would be able to talk about the printing of photographs and be able to identify a printer for you. Yeah, but you won't get it for 50 euro, that's no, for sure, if, if you're getting that top quality. Um, maybe a, a final one, and it's a catch-all. What are the best smartphones for under 300 SIM-free? That's from Robert. Um, best smartphones for under 300 euro SIM-free. There are quite a few that you can get. Um, the Nokia 5.3 is excellent value it's a phone that looks more premium than it actually is if you know what i mean it looks like a high-end phone it works like a high-end phone but it's just not that expensive so the nokia um range is excellent oppo is a brand that we've spoken about quite a bit on the show in recent months they are absolutely ones to watch they have very affordable phones Um, again that don't break the bank if you can stretch ever so slightly um, the phone I mentioned a few minutes ago, the Google Pixel 4a, it may even be down to €350 Euro now, but the last time I checked it was around 389 It is one of the best smartphones I have tried in a long time and I would highly recommend it. Pixel 4a. And someone else wants you to mention the telly again. I'll, I'll mention it. It's the 65-inch QN95A Neo QLED 4K <laughs> HDR Smart. Brackets 2021. So That's there you the one. are. <laughs> Jess, thank you very much for joining us. That's our tech correspondent, Ed Jess Kelly. And it's all.